Welcome to the I'll Try Again Tomorrow podcast, where I'm a mom that has way too much on my plate, but wants to talk about the messy, uncomfortable things in life and how I get through them and how I've gotten through them. My name is Haley, and I am so glad that you're here. So this week's episode is kind of piggybacking on last week's episode. So welcome back if you have already listened to the intro episode. And if you have not, I beg of you to go listen to it because it is important as to what I'm doing here and what this podcast is really about. Um, And if you don't really like the intro, you're probably going to hate this episode because it is, it's still very deep. Um, I'm just diving right in because I'm still going through a lot of grieving. So that's going to piggyback off of that. We're just going to talk about kind of how I feel throughout this grieving process and essentially how I'm coping with it because I'm not a perfect person and this is more so how I just grieve and deal and cope in general. Um, So I just want to walk you through with how I'm feeling and how I'm coping with it. So I promise it starts out kind of dark. I'm not going to lie to you. It starts out very kind of sad, but then it kind of grows into, you know, something kind of okay. Yeah. It's kind of the story of my life at the moment. Um, But before we get into this heavy, heavy episode, um, I want to start to make my podcast more structured. And by doing that, I... I'm just going to, I'm just going to introduce each segment before we do it just for this first structured one. And then every other episode, you'll know what we're doing. So I want to have check-ins every week. And I don't know if anybody remembers this. And this is kind of like a, I don't know, I I think this is a church thing, but I'm not really sure. So we had this thing in Sunday school. Um, You'll kind of learn that a lot about me as we go is that I was, you know, huge into church um, through my teens and early college. And one of the main things that I always did is I would either be in a Sunday school class or I would teach a Sunday school class. And in those classes, the way we always started off, um, the groups were talking about our highs and lows of the week. So we would always talk about, um, it would be like a really good thing that happened to us and like a really bad thing that happened to us. And I don't necessarily want this to be a highs and lows thing more than I want it to be just like a mental check-in, like where I'm at mentally. Um, I know that seems kind of strange, but my mental state honestly is all over the place all throughout the week. And that's just me being 100% honest with you. Um, I'm not a perfect person. I'm not a happy giddy go lucky girl 24 7 that is like absolutely the opposite of me honestly but I I wanted to create a kind of segment where we check in and I don't want to call it highs and lows because that's absolutely not um but I do want to talk about like a good thing that happened to me in the last week or something that kind of just something that made my week a little bit brighter and then obviously uh kind of where I'm at right now in the moment so to start it off, um, something that was kind of, I don't know, it seems kind of small, but to me, it was just kind of like a good pause. Um, the other day, Memphis had just gone down for his nap. I hear a cricket. No way there's a cricket in my house right now. I'm going to cry. Hold on. 
Okay, it won't even seem like that long to you, but I just went on a hunt and I can't see it in my apartment. I'm deathly afraid of crickets. Just so we're all clear, that is one of my biggest fears in life is crickets. But anyways, what I was saying is earlier this week, Memphis had just gone down for his nap. Um, and Ben had just woken up. It was just one of those days where my kids were not on the same sleep schedule, which was fine. It's so much easier to manage one than two. If you have multiple kids, you just, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so Memphis had just gone down and it was just me and Ben. Ben had just woken up and I, I was just like, man, I need to go outside. So I took Ben outside and you know, it was a late nap. It was like five thirty or six. It, Memphis did not take a good nap that day. So he had just passed out around that time. And we went outside and I took some selfies with Ben, which I will be posting. I'm going to make an Instagram page, by the way, for this podcast. I was really back and forth on if I should, but I feel like it's only appropriate that I do. So I will be making an Instagram page and every picture quote I reference in this episode will be posted to that Instagram. I haven't made it yet. I'm going to make it tomorrow. That's on my to-do list. Um, but I'll make sure to share it with anybody that's been listening. And that way you can turn on alerts for that page and not have to turn on alerts for my personal page. So you don't have to be weird and feel weird. And I always hate getting alerts for someone's page, especially if they post all the time. I'm a story poster, so I do post all the time, but I will post that picture there. I took a nice little picture with Ben and I love documenting him at this stage because he's changing like every day. He's, he's almost seven months old and he's just changing all the time. So that's where I'm at is I just like documenting us. And it was just a nice little pause in my week to just go outside and take a nice picture with Ben. Um, now where I am at currently, currently mentally, um, I'm not going to say I'm struggling, but I'm kind of struggling. I'm very overwhelmed um, with the uncertainty in my life at the moment. Um, I don't know what my next job is going to be. I don't know. um, I I don't know a lot of things, actually. It's just easier to, you know, umbrella that one. But basically, I just kind of, I, I don't know. I just don't know. And that overwhelms me a lot that I just have no control over what's going on. So hopefully, hopefully, um, I can kind of get things more situated this week and not feel so overwhelmed all the time and can have more good pauses where I take selfies with my kids and just play with them and watch TV shows with them and sing along with them and just try and focus more on the good and not so on the bad. So the other part of this check-in that I wanted to make very clear is that I don't want it to just be a check-in for me. I want you guys to be able to check in with me too. Tell me something good that happened in your last week that you're really just, that really made a positive impact on your week. And um, if you want to share where you're at mentally, feel free. But I love the good. I love the bad. If you can't tell already, I'm here for it all. Um... So share, share whatever you want with me, uh, message me on here, message me on that Instagram. If you feel more comfortable, it's wherever is the best place for you to message me and we can go from there. So I think it's time that we dive into the podcast because she is a doozy, a doozy. So, um, how do you just, 
we'll work on transitions i don't know how people just like transition we'll we'll get there we'll get there i'll do more research on my end that's not on y'all that's on me um but i'm grieving right i am at the moment i'm still i'm still sad and very confused and um I think that's mainly because it still hasn't sunken in yet. It still hasn't imprinted totally on my brain um, that I have lost someone very significant. I don't know if I'm in denial. I don't think I'm in denial. It just, it's not like on a sticky note in front of my face every day. Like, hey, um, you know, your boss passed away. I'm not thinking about it constantly because I'm just trying to get through the days, you know, dealing with 10,000 other things. So, of course, I'm not. So every time it does come back up, it's like, it's like that breath gets knocked out of, you know, like whenever you're on a roller coaster, like right whenever you go down and your stomach goes up and then it drops, like that's how I feel every time I remember that it happened. And it's frustrating because I want to move on. I want to be able to heal from this, but it's still like the center of my universe at the moment. Like I'm having a hard time just taking a deep breath and saying okay what's next you know that's that's kind of where I'm stuck um maybe it's because it was how sudden it was or maybe it's because I just I haven't talked it to death (laughs) like I mm, poor choice of words um but it's maybe it's that I haven't like talked with somebody enough about it and I haven't truly coped or vented I like I don't know and I'm kind of hoping that's what this podcast does for me today is that this episode can kind of help me put those feelings in a box, wrap them pretty like a present and, um, put them under, you know, the tree and just not to reopen them, not to do anything, but it's a decoration. It's a memory. It's something that, um, I don't want to forget and I want to honor. Um, cause I, I have a funny feeling he might've listened to the podcast, maybe even like five seconds of it had I mentioned it to him. And so in the back of my head, I'm just like, I'm not going to say his name this one's good I just I just don't want to share his name um but his first name started with the g so it's like in the back of my head I'm like wwgd what would do you know um and it's it's tricky there because I can't just like it's another moment where it hits again that I can't just like you know call him text him and be like hey um I just have a quick question about blah blah, blah. like I can't do that um and that's that's one of the parts where it just kind of like hurts a little more and stings every time I think about it. Um, and it's not just like being pulled in the grief direction. Like I'm being pulled in so many different directions because of this loss. Like it feeds into how overwhelmed I feel about none of the control that I have at the moment. It, it feeds into, you know, what's next to get done with my job. What's next? If the next thing I do, is that the last thing I do is, is my job going to be like, it's just so many what ifs in the air, so much confusion, so much sadness, but like also, I don't know, just frustration, honestly, because, because like I said, I'm a person who likes control and not having that control over my life is just hard. It is so hard not to have that constant. Um, but at the end of the day, like all I can do is kind of just try and figure out what my next step is. Um, 
and it, and it's also hard because like in general i am a very depressed person i do um get sad a lot <laughs> and it's more than just being sad it's I am depressed and I have suffered with postpartum depression and I have suffered with postpartum anxiety and I have suffered with postpartum anger. Um, a lot of people don't understand that whenever mothers go through, you know, childbirth, um, it takes a long time for them to get back to who they are. It takes a long time for your hormones to balance out. It takes even longer for them to sort out all the feelings that they have. Because whenever you birth a child, you almost become a new person every time. And I, that's not even me having a kid and being like, oh, my kid, I love my kid. I just, I'm devoted. Like, it's not even that. We're not even talking about making your kids your personality. We're talking about you literally birth a whole human. And then your brain is like, hey, we're missing something why are we missing that and your brain can't always make sense of it and so i'm i'm still there you can experience postpartum depression anxiety and anger up to a year to two years after your child's birth and with me having kids so back to back close to close um they're pretty much irish twins they're not quite irish twins but i had them very close together i was essentially pregnant in 2020 2021 and 2022 so i am <laughs> I am a ball of hormones and having this, this big, um, I don't know that I want to call it a meteor because it wasn't a meteor. Um, cause you can predict those. <laughs> um, it, it was more of like a tornado kind of just swept through my life and kind of made all my emotions picked up all my emotions and then it dropped them in random places and I'm still trying to pick them up and I'm still trying to sort them out and um it's it's just hard it's hard for me to just be able to sort them out so easily like most people do um so for now I am still grieving I am still incredibly devastated <laughs> um that not only did I lose my boss, I lost my job and I lost a very important piece of my life that has been a constant in my life for the last five years. So I'm grieving, I'm grieving a lot of things this week. Um, and I, whenever I've grieved in the past, it's been a little different because it, it's normally been family members, right? Like I've never lost anybody close to me other than losing a patient once. We did have a patient pass away and we actually we were invited to the funeral um that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day i don't know what law that breaks and if it does we're just not going to talk about it um but i did go to that funeral and that was the last funeral i think i attended personally because of covid hitting pretty soon after that and my grandfather did pass away last fall but he um I did not go in person since I had both the boys at home with me. I watched it virtually. So the last funeral I really attended in person was at Patience. And before that, it was all family. Um, but the thing about <sighs> grieving for me, like you hear the news and you have the shock and then you have the denial and then you have the anger and then you have, you know, you process all the other feelings at once. But it's like, I, I it's almost like I didn't get time to do that with this you know like I didn't get the time to just really sit there and pick apart my feelings and go through every stage it was kind of like okay what's next with the clinic okay what's next with this okay what what do I need to do next how do I help her how do I a bunch of like 
jumps from here to there and not really a lot of time to just sit and say wow um this is insane we lost an amazing soul like he had his funeral and i went home and worked that night i'm not proud of it but that's that's where my mind went i had time to grieve because i sat there and i told patients over and over and over um i'm so sorry um but so and so has passed we have to cancel your appointment and i i had to say that over and over and whenever i recorded the first episode i hadn't quite done that to the full extent yet um and then we had the funeral so once i got to the funeral i was i was kind of okay you know i was kind of desensitized to it and that's i think where i went wrong with this is i didn't give myself proper time to cry about it to be upset about it um and hopefully i get that time this week hopefully i can take a lot of time for myself to just just kind of be sad about it you know just take in time and do the things he loved to do he was a (laughs) this is so random but it goes into it um I used to work in the back office and in the back office there was only me the doctor and the office manager which was the doctor's wife um and then there was one other person back there sort of she left a little bit in 2018 came back in 2019 left in 2019 again and came back during us working from home so we didn't really work together that much in the back office but front office had their own party checking in patients and we had our own party in the back office i would say (laughs) because doc loved i mean loved watching like auditions of america's got talent like he would watch them all the time and he would be like Haley come here come here pull up a seat like watch this with me tell me what you think and he would seriously make me sit through the whole thing I'm telling you this is the doctor we'd be like hey there's a patient in room too he'd be like ah just video's almost done <laughs> and he would just he would be so adamant that you had to watch that video with him so me and him watched hundreds probably hundreds of auditions together and he loved watching woodworking videos because he had his own wood shop like workshop like massive wood workshop um that honestly it should be documented how amazing it was because it it seriously pictures didn't do it justice um but he would he would always watch new things on woodworking and how he could make something new and those videos those damn videos (laughs) so i could spend this week just you know watching random america's got talent videos and just kind of thinking about him in that way i did make a carrot cake over the weekend which was his favorite type of cake it didn't really taste like carrot um anything four freaking cups of shredded carrots and it didn't taste like carrot cake so i'm sure i did something wrong uh but the cream cheese frosting that i made was really good so it was kind of (laughs) good leave it to me leave it to me but i'm just doing little things here and there to kind of like honor his memory to just kind of help myself grieve and that's that's essentially where i'm at um enough of the sad i would like to interrupt (laughs) this really sad podcast um with another segment i would like to call quotes i see on instagram i follow this instagram account that shares so many quotes that i share on the daily to my personal account that I want to start sharing to, you know, the Instagram account I'm about to make for, for this podcast. And I'm just going to read them off 
and you can go find them on the Instagram page. And, you know, if you want to share them, cool. But normally the quotes that are shared, they're in like a slideshow. Like there's more than one quote in these posts that I share. So that's the cool thing. You kind of, there's something for everyone. So the first quote that I personally have been relating to a lot lately, um, it's okay if all you did was exist today felt that deep in my soul um another quote that i've kind of clung to it says oh look it's you that person that's trying their fucking best right now that mm mm-hmm she's trying her best i'll tell you what and the last one is kind of also very relevant (laughs) too relevant and it was there are places you haven't been where you already belong and that's kind of how i feel about this podcast i don't know what i'm doing about 92 mm, percent of the time but i already feel like i belong here i feel like i'm creating something very important and that kind of just makes me happy um i'm just trying my best and those quotes are going to be on every episode every episode gosh i'm doing this all in one take again i'm not i'm not re-recording anything because we're we're trying to be consistent here but yeah all of this is going to be in every episode i'm going to post quotes to the page say quotes on here it's and i'll save them to highlights so if you ever listen to this in the past um or if you listen to this in the future but it's a past episode that's what i meant to say it will be there for you. Now that we kind of have both of the previous segments done and kind of the main topic, I just kind of want to go into like how I've been coping for the most part. Like I know I shared that I made the carrot cake and you know that I'll do other things this week to kind of think about him in passing ways. But just like in general, um, what I'm doing to cope with it, um, clearly is not a lot. I am not doing a lot. Um, I am not a person that likes to, I'm just not a person that likes to fix it right away. I like to wallow. I like to be dramatic. Um, I don't know if anybody else relates, but I definitely like to wallow. And for anybody that like does deal with me on a daily basis, um, just know that I love you a lot. I love you a lot. There's two people that they know who they are. Um, they get the worst of it from me and not in like I bully them or beat them up kind of way, but they, they really know what's going on in my mind, um, where I'm at and kind of just the, the days that are really hard, they know to the true extent of how hard I'm suffering. Um, but one thing that I do, um, this, I got this advice whenever I was dealing with my postpartum depression and it was with Memphis. It was right after I had him and I was struggling so hard, like could not get out of bed struggling. And I, you know, finally decided to tell my OB doctor about it. And I told her at my six week follow-up appointment and she just kind of dismissed it and almost like took my son away from me right then and there at that appointment because I had him with me and I just kind of like shelled up about it and then it got like really bad it got to the point where I was like calling my dad in tears just not able to talk because I was just so broken down about it and that 
I didn't feel like I could do anything. And so I, I seeked out, seeked out, I sucked out. I, yeah, I seeked out a primary care and, um, it went a lot better than the OB's office did, which kind of infuriated me because we should be taking care of our mothers better. But you know, that's a whole nother tangent. Um, and this doctor at first, he kind of pissed me off. I won't lie to you. He was like, I was telling him that I just, I get anxious and that it's hard to breathe some days. I don't want to get out of bed a lot. I just sit there and let my baby cry. Like just, you know, classic postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety stuff. And I kid you not, this man looked at me and he goes, have you tried going out in the sun lately? Have you, have you tried taking walks every day? And I was like, what the, like, I immediately was pissed. I was like, no, like, did you not hear me? I can't get out of bed. What makes you think I can go sit in the sun, go take little walkie walks with my son? Like, no, of course I can't do that. Um, and he was so serious and I was so mad until I was very mad until I went home and, um, he did put me on medication. That's a whole nother thing. But I was like, you know what? Let me, let me just try something. Let me just try it. Cause you know what? Whenever you're at the end of your rope, you, you are desperate and you will try anything. And I walked outside just for two seconds. I didn't take Memphis out on a walk. Cause I was just kind of like, I'm not taking my kid outside if I don't have to, you know, like I'm not walking him all the way down, up and down this neighborhood. Like, no. So I just walked outside while Memphis was sleeping one day and just stood in the sun. And I used to do it a lot as like a teenager and as an early adult, like I loved feeling the sun on my face because it just, you know, it just was warmth. I loved feeling the sun on my face. And I had definitely forgotten how, you know, like how much the sun can help. Um, and I just kind of stood there in the sun and I'm not trying to make this dramatic, but like I did cry. I stood there in the sun, very hot day, I might add. <laughs> and I just stood there and I cried. I cried on my front porch because some silly little man telling me to stand out in the sun actually made a lot of sense. Um, and I took that advice to heart and I still stand out in the sun to this day. So even if it's not that warm of a day outside and the sun's not shining directly down on me, I still go outside and I stand out in the warmth and I take a deep breath of air and I just kind of... I remember that not everybody gets to take a deep breath of air. Um, not everybody gets to feel the warmth on their face every day. And I know that's dark and sad and <laughs> depressing, but it's just a reminder that um, you only get one life. I mean, YOLO, as the teens used to say. That was so cringy. Oh my gosh. If you guys clicked off right now, I would not blame you. Oh, that was, that was bad. That was really bad. But I do love standing in the sun. That is a fact. That is a fact. And I highly recommend it to anybody having a rough time. I also do take my kids on walks. We're trying to do more with that. Um, we're trying to make it like a nightly routine to make sure we wear out our kids, take them on a nice walk, especially like right now is like the perfect time. Cause it's like fall weather. But anyways, um, I had this other note on here of something that I do, but it kind of like clumps into another one, honestly. So the point that I had crossed out was I make lists whenever I'm feeling down, like I start making lists of things that I can control. I don't know where I read that. I'm pretty sure I read it somewhere on the internet and I was like, oh, let me try it. Well, it does kind of help me like making a grocery list and like distracting myself, but that kind of like goes into, um, 
like just accomplishing something so even if i make a list and i don't do anything with the list i still feel like i accomplished something like i kid you not and then i'll start laundry not even like fold it and put it up i'm talking i start the laundry and i put it in the dryer like that dead serious helps me so much and i couldn't tell you why um cleaning off a corner of my kitchen table that literally gets cluttered with all my arts and crafts stuff for my other business that that sends me into a happy joy spiral and i'm just like wow i'm i'm good i'm accomplished um and probably my favorite thing which is kind of like frowned upon in general um that kind of helps me cope is i i read somewhere that this is like a not a sign of i think it's a sign of adhd maybe it's a sign of autism or like being on the spectrum i don't i don't remember which it is um but binge watching certain shows that are like your comfort shows that is um honestly how i got through the last couple of weeks <laughs> um i binge watched my favorite show gilmore girls and um i watch it from season one to season seven and then i watch a year in the life which is four episodes and i i always watch it whenever i'm feeling sad and i always start it in the fall and in the spring um but that is my comfort show i i've taken like all the gilmore girl quizzes and i seriously could pass all of them like every single one um but i i do love gilmore girls and that is a show that i do like to bury myself in because i I don't know there's a lot of situations in there that like are relatable in general whenever i am feeling sad or like something i'm going through um if you've never watched gilmore girls i can't recommend it enough um i could talk about it for days and if you message me to talk about it, I will most likely carry on a conversation for like two straight hours. Just putting that out there. I'm just putting that out there. But at the end of the day, whenever it comes to this grief stuff and this coping stuff, um, I'm still figuring it out. I'm still figuring out what works. And even though I can sit in the sun and watch Gilmore Girls and make a list, um, sometimes it's still not enough you know and that's something that i like to call a happy sad ending um me and my cousin actually just texted about this the other day about movies that have happy sad endings and i'm so sorry but this episode is a happy sad ending um there is no true ending to it because it's a process i will still be grieving for weeks to come i will still be working out my feelings and kind of taking you guys along there with me um one thing i will say about this episode in general is that it was hard to pick a topic whenever this was so heavy on my mind and then it just kind of like became obvious that i should just talk about it i should just work it through on an episode that i'm sharing with all my friends on the internet and (laughs) hoping that nobody listens to it and I don't know calls me a loser i think that's my biggest fear is being called a loser or like being heckled i don't know i don't know what my biggest fear is with this podcast quite frankly but congratulations if you if you are still here you have made it to the end of another episode and as much of a mess as this episode was i'll try again tomorrow make sure you follow on all social platforms for I'll try again tomorrow and I'm pretty sure 
I'm going to have the Instagram done and made by the time this episode is posted and I will already have shared the page to my personal socials on Instagram and Facebook so that you can follow the new page for the podcast. But make sure you also follow on Spotify and Anchor and turn on alerts because I'm a crazy gal and I never know when I'm going to post, but it will always be on Wednesdays. I'll make sure to share all the pictures. I only talked about one picture, but I'll make sure to share the pictures and the quotes that I talked about on today's podcast in my stories and I'll save it to a highlight and each highlight will be from a, deep, a different episode um, so everyone can follow along. I'm, I'm really excited to create that Instagram page and just have a way to interact with you guys. Make sure you reach out to me and tell me you're something good that happened and I can even share it on the show. I can make sure I start a segment of good things that happen to the people that listen to this podcast. I will work on the name. It's a work in progress but make sure you tune in and we will see you right back here next week on Wednesday at time undetermined because I'm crazy. Have a good one.